Okay, Brian, are you ready to get to the next film? Yes, let us do this. So this film that we're talking about uh, is very much an 80s premise in terms of the approach and how the horror is handled. But it's modern. and It came out in 2014. It's called It Follows. This movie is pretty cool. It was directed by David Robest Mitchell. So that dude, obviously, probably a big horror fan, Uh, especially since this, in terms of its premise, where it's about this young girl, she has sex with someone, and the guy ties her up. She gets an ST demon. Okay, Brian. She get, sure she gets. I mean, a that's demon what it is. Her. It's the ST demon. <laughs> so she gets, you know, laid. The guy transfers this demon or whatever it is on her. This like stalker who it could be anyone. You don't know who it would be. You just feel a presence. Like could it be a ghost? Could it be like something supernatural? The devil even. And it follows you and it catches you and you die. And something like that seems like it, it could work as like an 80s film, you know, because so many uh, horror films are about like the young teenager, the girl in the suburban area who is who, who's stalked and followed by the creature. And I think it's a really cool homage to that time of horror without having to push the horror like nostalgia within your face, which I think is very prominent within pop culture anyway. What do you think? What do you uh, think? Uh, I totally agree with that. Um, like, uh, like a like my hipster way always says. There's right. a lot of things that are really hard to recreate, and the twentieth, the twenty first century hasn't really done a great job when it comes to like making a perfect horror film. Uh, and it follows. Is, I would say it's a perfect horror film during the time of where we're at right now. It's very amazing. I've, I think it was like my most watched horror movie of all time. I love the premise of it, um, and I think it's a very scary idea to just think about something so natural, you know, uh, can, like, the be argument the downfall for celibacy. <laughs> the, yeah, so you could make the argument of just, you know, just not doing it, and, uh, yeah, you basically it, can win the demon. And then <laughs> no one would take that argument seriously. Except for all the Christians, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, they're definitely not going to watch. They're, they're either going to not watch this movie because it's <laughs> sinful, or they're going to watch it because they we got more ammo. We got, we got more, more ammo. <laughs> Look what can happen. I mean, so I think there was an argument about someone saying like, "Oh, this is a real thing" or something like that. We're watching. It's really funny. Uh, no, it happened I, to me. It happened to me. <laughs> no, it's a great film, and I love it. How? Uh, and I'm going to spoil it for people who haven't watched it. Uh, so sorry. Uh, but the ending is really scary, you know. It ends off with uh, the the main girl uh, finding her well, true love, because we don't know, you know, we don't know how they're really gonna handle their sort of relationship. Uh, and then they just walk down the street, and then someone appears right from behind them, uh, and it sort of leaves you off that as the uh, demon is sort of still either there or they have to watch their entire life with a weary eye, thinking that someone will always come and find them. Yeah, man. Really great way to end it. Re- really great way to start it. You know, where the girl is really unsure of what's happening. And, you know, she calls friends, calls the cops. There are moments where she just kind of takes a break from worrying and is just taking in the information and accepting her fate on a certain level. Uh, she There's a constant feeling of pursuit in the film because she is being followed constantly. Yeah. And the the extents of what she'll do to get away from this thing 
really cool and i really like the film i love the tone of it you know it's really there's nothing campy about it oh yeah nothing uh, the character the actresses are really well i mean real cast they act really well uh that scene where she's tied up to the chair is pretty tense you know oh yeah in the car and shit I was also going to say the whole color scheme of the film itself is, uh, oh, yeah. you know, that's the one thing I really hate about most films when they want to get that sense of dramaticness. They like make everything blue and dark and like Twilight or like uh, <laughs> other weird films that sort of like, oh, if we just put a lot of blue saturation, it will just make everything really dark and depressing. But mm-hmm. it works here because, it, you know, this woman has to watch her back for her entire life and has to figure out like, oh, do I, you know, do I have to commit, you know, you know, on a relationship with someone in order for them to die so I can keep on living or should I just die and end it off right here? Yeah. There's that, there's that whole thing. Like, you know, intimacy kind of took her out morally in, in the way. And uh, it was a really cool conflict for her as a character because I mean, it's, it's really hard to decide <laughs> You know, whether you keep this thing lit going and and you want to save yourself. And if, but the thing is, if you tell someone about it, if you start making a chain of people to just transfer this thing, I mean, at first you'll sound like a lunatic and then you'll just be put away and eventually taken, you know, and and I love also the fact that you don't really see the, see the thing, Mm -hmm. you know, always in the distance, Mm -hmm. kind of similar to how the Terminator uh, how Arnold in the first Terminator film and even um, uh, Robert Patrick, they'd walk a lot mm-hmm. and then they'd be intimidating just because they were walking instead of running, being yeah. like, pursuing you, stalking you. Really fucking, really wild, you know? Oh, yeah, and I think that's a very 80s sort of monster gimmick uh, sort of thing, you know? It's uh, it's that sort of slow walk that, you know, is gives out that sort of certain scare because it's confidence within the monster itself knowing that it will kill you it doesn't have to run fast it will just find you no matter what predatory 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 okay predator <laughs> we need an arnold in this film if it bleeds we can kill it <laughs> if it bleeds we can kill it <laughs> arnold arnold would make this movie better arnold would make a lot of movies better. <laughs> arnold would make everything better Except for California. (laughs) (laughs) The governor. governor. Donald, why don't we switch jobs? (laughs) Let's take it to the meat grinder. (laughs) The horror, the the 31 more days of horror. (laughs) 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 I I believe that every man after dinner should have a stogie. (laughs) Stogie. (laughs) You're embarrassed because you have to go in the back and smoke, but I'm Eating dinner with my stogie. My wife won't say anything because the father's always right. <laughs> <laughs> my wife won't say anything because I <laughs> met another woman. <laughs> I, the maid said it was okay in the eighth. <laughs> Clinton. <laughs> Clinton. <laughs> you know, every day, uh, I, I finish my day with a cigar. <laughs> every day, I finish it with a stogie. Only real men have stogies. <laughs> I don't take shit from no one. I'm a stogie man. Stogie man stogie gets to man. the chopper with the stogie in the hand and the little donkey and the, get down with the sickness and the COVID. <laughs> and then you get down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> you, you follow as I shoot. 
it follows that. <laughs> Can we, uh, is this uh, official uh, Joke Movie podcast merch? That's it the follows, sequel. It follows I shoot. I'm actually pitching It Follows too, starring mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> except it's called Arnold Follows. Arnold Follows? <laughs> Put that cookie down before I follow you. <laughs> even know what accent i'm doing anymore yeah me too man <laughs> all right uh, i, right, I follow the monster because it doesn't it, it doesn't look like me it's not my child <laughs> it's not the child <laughs> i have to take my monster to christmas shopping <laughs> i don't want to be here <laughs> it's all a bunch of commercialism <laughs> What do? What should I do, Melman? Buy a Christmas presents after Halloween is bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> this is bull. <laughs> Whenever it starts to follow, I say, "Get your ass to Mars." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna say I just rewatched Total Recalls. Uh, oh, incredible! Oh yeah, it's amazing. I was actually talking to Justin. Uh, my friend Justin about Total Recall, he messaged me <laughs> randomly about the remake that they did with Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. And he said, don't you think they should have done a, a casted an Asian dude as uh, the main character for the Total Recall remake? And I was just like, I don't think they should have remade it. <laughs> I don't think they should have remade it in the first yeah. place. First movie's awesome, like incredible, <laughs> frightening. That should have been involved in the 31 <laughs> Days of Horror. <laughs> Yeah, let me say I I don't know I at the end of the day I prefer you know sequels more than remakes and stuff even though that sometimes sequels you know they ruin the taste sometimes you know of the original but mm-hmm. you know look at Star Wars it made it better and look at other films that you know Jurassic Park and stuff you know Ooh, Jurassic Park man I mean they had one Jurassic Park too Lost World man that was yeah I mean they had I love the first Jurassic Park. I think it's an incredible film. Incredible. And the other films, they're just not there. Yeah. They need more Arnold. If they're going to go in the dumb action movie route, yeah. it's Arnold. We have Chris Pratt. He's action movie material now. He, well, he is, but we need Arnold. Is, yeah, yeah we, we still need Arnold. I need yeah. Arnold to wrestle a, velo- uh, a T-Rex or something. A T-Rex. I know uh, to a fight Indominus Rex, man. You you claw like a girly man. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, the newest Jurassic World movie. Uh, they had a scene where a Russian guy was buying the new Indominus Velociraptor. Yeah, like, really well, that, that last Arnold was uh, was the Russian buyer. <laughs> I would like to buy the Velociraptor. Give me three of those and four stogies on the side. <laughs> four stogies on the side. I'll give you $1.5 million and the, and the governor's seat to LA. I heard you were cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> clone me first. <laughs> can, you, can you clone me? He talks to I us. Mean, hey, man, they cloned a little girl in that movie. So Yeah, I don't know clone. what that. Yeah, that was what? weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger looks <laughs> looks at a clone dinosaur and it's like, you know, you should go clone yourself so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, time for the movie question, Brian. Of course. Okay, Brian. Are you yes. tired of 80s I am. nostalgia? <laughs> I, I am tired. Uh, no, uh, 80s nostalgia. Yeah, because we... It, we seem to have a lot of it within 
film, television, pop culture these days, things like Guardians of the Galaxy, Stranger Things. Uh, yes. I mean, we even brought up the influence within It Follows, but I feel like It Follows took that structure and applied it to something really good. So are you kind of tired of nostalgia of that period of time? It's kind of hard because there's a lot of things uh, that 80 nostalgia does make things a lot better. Like I would say, Cobra Kai is a really cool series. Yeah. I, I love it very much, but it is very heavy on 80s nostalgia. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of Stranger Things, but I would say that it, the 80s nostalgia parts within it are very fun and very cool. Uh, yeah. But, you know, everything that is majorly popularized will get somewhat ruined you know like look at rick and marty that was kind of ruined because of the community just made it really weird oh because they started yelling at mcdonald's yeah about szechuan sauce people about szechuan sauce yeah yeah Uh, so i think if it becomes you know memes are funny jokes are funny too but i think there's a certain extent to you know when 80s nostalgia can be somewhat ruined you know yeah um yeah i like it when it's used in creative ways mm-hmm. uh, like there's this really weird personality to guardians of the galaxy volume two which i really like where there's that scene where they're being chased by the gold people forgot their their names but they're being chased and ever, like the ships are piloted uh from another ship they're drones and mm-hmm. they're piloted as if they were at like a video game arcade yeah. And there's that last ship that's chasing the, the Guardians and everyone's crowded around it like he's the last kid at the arcade. <laughs> yeah, the last kid at the arcade, yeah. <laughs> and then when he loses, they're just like, you suck, Zynas. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> See, I like it when it's... In- Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I, I think it's good when it's incorporated mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger Things, I do like... And it does make sense because it's set during that time, set, right? Yeah, during that time. Yeah. Um, I just find it fascinating that we do have such a a lot, like like a, a really strong love for that period of time. And I was gonna say we, we weren't even born in that time, but we at least understand the eighties. I would yeah. say we understand the eighties more than the people born in the eighties. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Ah. I mean, I was born before the eighties. I mean, come on. But um, anyway, <laughs> you were you were born before the eighties, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, you're like eighty five, right? Yeah, yeah, get get it right. Yeah, Gen Zero or whatever <laughs> it is you are. Zero. Um, no, I mean uh, there, I, it makes sense why we would focus on it, right? Because there was a lot of great stuff that came out of that time, <laughs> you know, like you had Ghostbusters and you had a uh, RoboCop and Empire Strikes Back. I mean, there there's a lot of great stuff from pop culture at that time. Uh, but do you think that for us revisiting it so hard as we have been, that it might lose its lust? Yeah, I think so. I think the overuse of something so amazing, it's, you know, similar to like if you have like a favorite ice cream, you just eat all the time, you'll get sick of it, you know? You'll die. Yeah, you'll die. Yeah. You'll get diabetes. And <laughs> Rocky you know, Road! <laughs> Rocky Road! And there goes a foot, you know, and that's it. That's how it is, you know? You gotta, you know. Those Take will be my time. last words. Rocky Road. <laughs> oh. I can just imagine you like a pizza the hut from Spaceball. Oh yeah. See, that's and- another one from the <laughs> Spaceballs. I love that movie so much, man. You're delicious. 
You're delicious. <laughs> oh, Pizza no. of the Hunt. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> oh, boy. Lone Star. <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> the Goat Podcast is proof you don't have to look any further for movie news, reviews, trailer reactions, or special discussions. Subscribe, get notified about what's going on, and I promise you'll be entertained by our daily content on YouTube. If you want more, we're on Twitter at Goat Film Podcast, Instagram The Goat Podcast, and The Goat Movie Group on Facebook. Get connected with us, see what's happening, and make sure to love it while you're doing so.